Live from our super secret studios above Jacques Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to our one of Gerard at Large. I'm... We were off to a bit of a late start because I had so much news to write host. Rich Gerard, thanks for tuning in. I didn't even get through my inboxes. <laughs> well, I mean, I had to get into one because I had a couple stories sitting there. But, uh... I don't know. I don't know what's happening in the public safety world. I didn't look at that one. Didn't look at the school news one. Didn't look at the news one. Didn't look at the info one. Oh, this is all coming at me from Facebook and my uh, my regular account. How about that, huh? And a little stuff that I instigated. Like, hmm. Filing a right to know request to hear, uh, to see which aldermen are taking the benefits. I always love it when the aldermen taking the benefits like Dan O'Neill and Bill Berry are the aldermen who complain that the city doesn't spend enough money. I mean, come on, think about that. (laughs) It's just like the school board members. There we go. And, uh, well, I just... I mean, hey, it is what it is. So, let me see. Opening up, I am so confused right now with everything that's in front of me. It's unbelievable. I shouldn't say confused. That's probably the wrong word. But uh, let's just say I'm a bit disorganized at the moment. Not that that will come as a surprise to you. Uh, Because of everything that uh, I have in front of me. And I do have a lot in front of me. I still have a computer in the control room that's... You know, Greg Mason's coming in this morning. He's the guy to ask about why I don't have internet here, isn't he? I'll bet you it's got to be the switch that comes off the router. Because we've tried multiple cords. Or at least I have. And the computer's not recognizing the ethernet cable. So there's either something wrong with the port in the computer, but we were ha- we had this problem with the last computer, and this is a much newer one. So I can't believe it's a problem with the computer. I suppose it could be. It could be a problem with the wall port, but I'm thinking it's probably a connection to the to the uh, switch problem. I don't know, maybe a mouse or something chewed through the wire. That actually happened in one. <laughs> Uh, you know, at least if they chewed through a power wire, we'd, you know, we'd know where the problem was because, you know, we'd see the fried remains. Internet, cable, eh. Maybe that's what Comcast could do. It could, it could electrify the wires so that when critters go and chew through the cables, well, there's the evidence. You know, some jerk's going to go out there and say Gerard advocated electrocuting animals, right? (laughs) 
Oh my god, am I allowed to have this much fun? Seriously? Meanwhile, we just have to pay uh, passing respects to Washington, which is in full meltdown mode. I don't even bother to look at this stuff anymore because uh, I have a prediction to make. Uh, Tax reform will not get done. It will not get done. Because the Republicans, like on health care, won't be able to get their act together to pass it. You know, the Republican Party has taken, uh, has turned, um, has made an art form out of taking your 80% friend and turning them into your your, your 20% enemy. And then there are just vindictive, spiteful old twits like John McCain who um, aren't going to do a damn thing to help Donald Trump be president because, after all, John McCain should have been president. John McCain wasn't president. And how could a guy like Donald Trump be president when I, John McCain, could not be? Well, could it be John McCain as a candidate? You are awful. I mean, thank you for your service to your country. I could I could never replicate that. But your service to our country does not give you a pass on your bungling, petty, personal politics. And, uh, you know, from what I've seen of Trump's tax plan, I'll tell you now, uh, not necessarily a fan, because it looks like he's trying to uh, give the Democrats something, having not yet learned the lesson that the Democrats aren't going to give him anything. There's an election coming, and my bet is that when tax reform goes the way of Obamacare repeal, which is to say it won't happen, he is going to go on an absolute scorched earth warpath to remove Republicans who are not getting the job done. And I think you're starting to see the fallout that Alabama uh, Republican runoff. I've heard some interesting analysis about this. One piece of analysis I'm pretty sure I don't buy is that this signals the beginning of the end for Donald Trump. Well, if you take a look at what the polls were before Donald Trump got involved, you probably would come to the conclusion that uh, good old Luther Strange got himself a whole hell of a lot more votes than if Donald Trump hadn't got into the race uh, at all on his behalf. But I did hear some interesting analysis that basically said, you know, the Republican voters of Alabama understood what the president was doing and why the president was doing it, which was to try to curry favor with Mitch McConnell. And I don't doubt that one bit. Trying to grease the skids with the Republican leader in the Senate. I mean, if point if making his wife secretary of labor wasn't enough to grease the skids, what the hell more can you do? All right. So you get behind his buddy Luther Strange. But some of the analysis that I heard what I thought was interesting was the Republican voters of Alabama understood what Trump was was trying to do. And they circled the wagons around Trump and elected somebody who would actually help him in the Senate, like Judge Roy Moore, to protect himself from the establishment. Kind of funny, though, Senator Corker in Tennessee, who I've got absolutely no use for. He's the jerk. Everybody's going to be a jerk today. I just want you to know that. 
He's the jerk who gave us the legislation that made it possible for the Iran nuclear deal to pass because he thought that the Senate, when it came to treaties, having to approve a treaty by two-thirds, oh, well, that's just not reasonable. So the Corker bill, remember that? The Corker bill was the one that said two-thirds of the Senate had to oppose because it wasn't a treaty. See, they play this little game. The administration doesn't call it a treaty to invoke the Senate's requirement to approve the treaty, but they call it whatever it was they called it, requiring two-thirds of the Senate to oppose it. So they came up with this little scheme that made it impossible for the Senate to block what the president was going to do, because you knew at least 34 senators were going to stand with the president. You knew, you know, you the Democrats will die on their hills. You got to give them credit. The Republicans will kill themselves on their own hill. These are not equal situations. So Senator Corker said, yep, oh, wow, hey, look at what happened down there in Alabama. I think I'm going to retire at the end of my term. And so I think despite the fact that uh, the Democrats have got 25 seats they've got to defend in the 2018 Senate elections, the Republicans only have eight. I think you're going to see a number of Republicans like Bob Corker say, yep, nope, not going to deal with that because, you know, Donald Trump, he's he's such a loser. His voters don't really care. They're not really real. They're disaffected. They're mad at them. Oh, and then... Alabama happens. Uh Oh, so rather than just do the things that they said they were going to do, which would satisfy those voters, which would be, I don't know, repeal Obamacare, pass tax reform, fund and build the wall, pass immigration reform. Yeah, they have the votes to do it. They just don't have the brains or the will or the basic integrity to do it. I think you're going to see an awful lot of Republicans start to say in the House as well, uh-oh, look what happened in Alabama. And my bet is when tax reform goes down in flames, which I predict it will, mark the date, mark the time, it will go down in flames like Obamacare repeal went down in flames, like every other major initiative that the uh, House and Senate have <coughs> undertaken goes down in flames, you are going to see, in my never-to-be-humble opinion, as your ever-humble host, one hell of a crusade by a president to throw the bums out and replace them with people who will do what they say they were going to do, and he's not going to care about which party they're in. He's going to care about the commitments they make. He's going to stick them to those commitments, and he is going to invest his formidable authority and power on the campaign trail to make it happen, and I can sum it up in three words. I can't wait. This is Gerard at Large. 